on talk radio recently laughing along while they uh, said why would you have to pronounce foreign footballers names correctly oh that was weird wasn't it um, I personally uh, I toyed with Ian Bell yeah uh, I toyed with Brian Lara yeah that would be basic though yeah it? it would be a bit basic uh, Simon Jones I thought we thought he might yeah. say that I uh, yeah. a, a brief but brilliant um, career mm. uh, I wish we'd seen some more of him yeah um, well I think that's uh, that's warmed us up well uh, we'll take a quick break. Uh, Max and I will have a locket or <laughs> some light nerf <laughs> Straps all for me. Yeah. Uh, and we will be back shortly. Oh, that's close as well. That's close. Given. Coming up now, Kuma. Pitching in line, impact in line, and missing the wickets. It's going over the top. Uh, so we'll be coming back on to change your decision. Missing by long way so umpire Darmacena once again has to uh, change his decision Darmacena 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 well um, I hate to say this because I don't like having to criticise umpires. That's appalling. So, first thing and most important thing first, the Ashes, gents. Uh, day one of the fourth test. Uh, I've got some notes here. Should we pretend <laughs> <laughs> like it's not happened? Because some of the some of the questions or some of the things I want to talk about uh, are relevant yeah. to selection. I mean, you know, people listen to this. It, on any number of days after yeah. it's recorded or, or published, so let's let's just pretend that you're listening to it a bit late. Yeah, exactly. And this was all being said on Tuesday. Um, so, first things first. I mean, selection. Both teams have have made uh, a change to their teams. Uh, Australia have decided to drop Usman Khawaja after mm. Rob speculated he might be opening the batting. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I is a decision I'm not entirely. Sure, I would say. Yeah, and do you want to know? I mean, I kind of agree with this. Do you want to know Australia's opening stance in the in the series so far? They're not massive, but yeah, take yeah. us through them. Uh, 2, 13, 11, 13, 12, 10, and day one. Yeah. And people think that ours are bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it does also make the question why they dropped Joe Burns before the series. He scored 180 in his last test and has three test centuries. Yep. Uh, but, you know, Bancroft did take that good catch, didn't he, in the. Um, He's a good lad. He's a good, lad. <laughs> good lad to have around the dressing room. Um, <laughs> You'll do what you ask him. England, similarly, uh, batting-wise, made a change. They've swapped Denley, who just looked like he might be starting to find some form at four, <laughs> uh, with Roy, uh, who has displayed no aptitude for test cricket whatsoever. Uh, thoughts on that? Well, the best way to get the most out of your batting order is just to completely chop and change every match. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, lack of consistency is. Yeah, I think it's good. The the best way to be most prepared is to be least prepared, so you don't think about it too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want people to ever settle. Yeah, yeah. Because then they get comfortable and then they relax. It's kind exactly. of exactly. Like, you want them to be going back to instinct. It's like ambush cricket, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, except you're doing the ambush on yourself. Yeah. Um, the ideal would be you draw lots every inning <laughs> about who's going in next. We've done that actually for our. Um, our club our, yeah. our I don't like cricket club but well so we do pre-innings <laughs> the idea will be every fall of wicket you just pick a name everyone's out. padded up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, that'd be good um, 
Yeah, I'm not so sure about this. Uh, do you want to... I, I was reading an ESPN article on it. A uh, very good sentence from that. Do you want to hear what they had to say? Yeah, I heard a dramatic reading. Please. Yes. Uh, if there appears to be some logic to the move, uh, with Roy less likely to be exposed against the moving ball, it should be remembered that Denley has not opened regularly in first-class cricket since 2015. That captain, Joe Root, has a substantially better record at four than at three. And that Roy's most recent Red Bull 100 came at number three. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes perfect sense. Brilliant. Uh, Ed Smith. Also, is in this England team, is there much difference to opening and batting at four? Oh, well, I would say no. I, I, don't, I don't think um, batting at four is going to stop you from facing the moving ball. Yeah. Um, well, we, we, we might be proved wrong. Um, in the bowling department, unless you've got anything else to add on that. No. no. In the bowling department, uh, Chris Wokes has gone. Um, presumably he lost form with the bat. He wasn't, he wasn't yeah. bowling. <laughs> a bit weird. Uh, for Craig Overton. Um, I personally didn't see that one coming. No. Me uh, neither. Anyone? Did, did anyone? <laughs> no, not really. You would have thought if they were going to change the bowler, they would have brought in Curran. Yeah. 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 He's um, been in the squad for the whole Ashes. Apparently Joe, Joe Root said they did it because they wanted a bit of height. Yeah. yeah, I mean, before the test, there was some speculation that it would be a very quick wicket. Um, <laughs> it, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't really get. I mean, I'm not nothing against Craig Oton. He's a good cricketer, um, but I don't. I don't really think Wokes was bowling particularly badly. Yeah, uh, when he got the chance, I think he's quite a useful option batting wise. And uh, the fact that you're, if you're going to drop him because he's not performing with the bat then we're very very much over-reliant on his batting when he's batting at eight. Yeah, I mean, there was a, there was a fair amount of speculation um, that if Anderson came back for Wokes, that they might have to do something about Leach, because Leach can't bat, and then you'd have yeah. had three people who can't bat. But I'm not sure... I mean, what do you mean Leach can't bat? <laughs> what's, um, any, off the top of the head, anyone know Craig Overton's batting? What's it like? No idea. No idea. Um, okay, I think. Okay. Uh, probably, probably not, a bit probably worse not, than Wokes. Probably not as good as Curran's though. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I think Curran and Wokes sort of lead the way there. Uh, so just check that 21, the average is 21 in first of so it's not great, but so, I would so rather have... Yeah. It's lower two. It's lower order. If you're going to have someone who bowls like literally 10 overs in an innings... Yeah. Um, and you would have thought, okay, he's got, you know, six or five, he's yeah. got a little bit more bounce. But if you're going to go for a bit of variety, why not have a bit of left arm as well? Yeah. yeah. So, so hard. Um, he did take a wicket there, so he it's always a good one too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a benefit of having our previews post yeah. first day. Apart from, apart we from we've already Broad. been proved wrong. <laughs> apart from Stuart Broad, he probably, um, probably bowled better than the, the other bowls. Yeah, um, so, I mean, going into the test, did anyone else have anything to say about the selection? I think Australia shuffled their bowlers around again. Yeah, um, so, uh, Stark came in for Pattinson. Yeah. But um, he's a bit, you know, he's a bit creaky, isn't he? So who patterns it? Yeah. yeah. So he's always on the he's always on the list to be swapped out. But I mean, no. Lo, uh, Lyon, Stark, Hazelwood, Cummins is a pretty formidable pretty attack. No. Yeah. Um, Stark can be expensive though. He can. Yeah. He gets wickets, but he can give Roy runs. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens. With that all in mind, uh, should we move on to day one? Yeah. Uh, probably the dullest day of cricket I've. The seen. cricket was dull. The whole day was done. The weather. There wasn't enough cricket. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, there was 44 overs, and I remember, like, the first. Is it the first over of the water wicket? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, fifth, fifth ball, I think. And this, um, I mean, this shows, I mean, this is, this is the power of cricket. You can go from Stokes Mania, cricket's the greatest game ever, to, um, what am I watching? To, yeah, sheer boredom. Um, 
Well done, cricket. <laughs> there may have only been 44 overs, but Australia still managed to score 170. Yeah. That's, um, that's quite a rate for a, for a test match. Yeah. Uh, was it a momentum killer? I, it's pretty bad. Like, yeah. especially when they were 28 for 2. You're um, thinking, uh, like, what's the, how, you know, you're 28 for 2, you've got, okay, the two guys in who have batted the best in this series so far, so let's keep it tight. Nice and tight. Oh, no. Legs on half volley. Oh, no. Legs, uh, and before you know it, they're on 78. Yeah. And, yeah. I was quite demoralised by the whole experience. Um, there were some good highlights though. Uh, a beach ball blew mm-hmm. across the wicket. Yeah. And Steve Tom. Smith hit it. Yeah. yeah. For four. Uh, yeah. For four, yeah. Uh, so when they say you're seeing it like a beach ball, they're not kidding. <laughs> uh, an ice cream wrapper disturbed play for a little bit. Steve Smith also caught that. Well, it was a crisp packet. A few, a few different crisp, 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 crisp packets. Yeah. A few yeah. crisp packets. Yeah. 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 Um, the bales flew off multiple times. They played without bales for a little while. They did. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen that in international cricket. Um, I don't know if anyone here has. I, I don't even think I've seen that in club cricket. I've, seen it in umpire. Umpire. I've had it in club cricket before. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm normally an umpire is keen enough to have some heavy bales yeah we've yeah. got heavy bales at our club yeah. um, so I, what about the zingers because we've got the zingers out that's true um, but they didn't um, they played without bales uh, what what happens there just just uh, I, mean, I don't know if anyone knows the answer uh, if they're hypothetical to suit um, oh, start that again hypothetical uh, <laughs> a hypothetical situation first yes, time <laughs> thank you Max um, there's an LBW decision uh, Steve Smith, let's say. I mean, it's not going to happen, is it? But <laughs> Steve Smith's out of LBW. It's hitting the bales. Uh, Dharma Sainer gives it. On review... I'm it's hit- <laughs> On review, it's hitting the bales, but there are no bales. Is that missing? Do they no, take the bales no, away? No, like, what's that's, going on? That's definitely so not. it wouldn't be out if he hadn't got his leg in the way. Well, no, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think the Hawkeye technology is advanced enough to have removable bales... But like visually you can look at it and say that's hitting the bale it's not the stumps. Yeah. I'm talking about a real bale trimmer here not like Oh yeah I'm not sure exactly how that would work. I, th- I, I think I heard over the stump mic uh, Joe Root talking to Ara- uh, umpire Erasmus and he was saying if it clips the stumps at any point it'll be given out. Yeah. So, okay so that's if it's a bold and it, yeah. like whether the bales go off or not yeah. they'll have a look and do yeah. Okay. Well anyway I mean, if anyone knows uh, please give us a shout at the cricket pod on twitter or the cricket pod at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, yeah I mean other things that happened today we ran a poll on twitter we said would Smith score fewer than 50 runs a hun- uh, 50 to 100 runs 100 to 200 or 200 plus um, <laughs> as many people thought he would score a double century as under 50 so... and we've yet to find out which is <laughs> um, he's good isn't he yes he's not bad he's really really good I mean he hit a cover drive for four on his knees I'm not really sure today. what I mean there's there are a few sportsmen who kind of transcend the sport they're playing um, Messi when he plays football but Smith, I mean, like, what, what do you say apart from he's pretty good? Uh, I don't really know. He's tried. We, we hit oh, him on the head that worked, didn't it? He's got to be insane. The way I think he he's plays insane, but bonkers. Um, the bat waving and the running all like, you, running to point and square leg after he's left the ball, and I've never seen it. Yeah, it's just insane. It Did, really is. I heard um, on the extended edition of lunch, the TMS lunch break. Um, that Steve Smith weighs all of his... He's got, like, a specific amount that he wants each bat to weigh, like, down to the last... Uh, gram. Gram, yeah. 
So every time he gets a new bat, he weighs it, and then he ranks all He's got about 12 bats, and he ranks them in order of, like, weight and pickup. So he, and he cycles through. So this is definitely uh, lending evidence towards the, he's the about, theory of Steve Smith is insane. He's got about 45 pairs of gloves. Does he change his gloves every four overs or something yeah, like that? No, like four on standby, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The guy is mad. Uh, in the battle of Steve Smith's ashes, mm. the Ben Stokes is ashes... Has it tipped? Has the has the ashesometer tipped in favour of Steve Smith today? Uh, I think we won't know until the end of the match. To be honest, yeah. If, um, if he bats enough to win it for them, then it's his. Right. And I think this is his what fourth Ashes in a row. He's got over four hundred runs. I think I read that today. He's broken his own record of uh, eight consecutive. Well, 50s, 50s. It's least. now eight yeah. consecutive 50s in, yeah. uh, in, in an Ashes, yeah. Ser- Ashes series. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's all a bit depressing, really, isn't it? It's like, um, I mean, the weather was shit. England were all right. Steve Smith really good. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure you can say England were all right. They were all right. It's really tough they good, bowling but... and Gale Force win. Um, but uh, any other observations from the day's play? Um, Joffre wasn't bowling very fast. No, I was Is that not... tactical? Technical, gonna, he's tired. I was going to mention that, but I thought one of you might... It was windy. Yeah. It's tough, tough to bowl in the wind, to get your rhythm right. Um, is it something to be worried about? I'm worried. Everyone has an off day. Yeah. I mean, how can we have turned him into a from a 95-mile-an-hour bowler to an 85-mile-an-hour bowler in three tests? Because we fudged the speedo <laughs> at Lords. Well, yeah. well like he, no, but he was, like, visibly bowling quicker at Lords. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a little. I don't know, it was a slightly less predictable wicket. So yeah, he also, what, he also had the advantage had less time to play. And Lord, today he had the advantage of the slope. But yeah, we were forgetting the Lord slope. <laughs> it does make it look a lot quicker. It when was bowling downhill. You everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I do think uh, he bought a few balls at well, like eighty-eight, which isn't yeah. isn't slow. When Smith first came in, he tried to um, it up. Yeah, but uh, what's going on there? Maybe it's mm. maybe it's a hangover from when they bowled him for five hours in a row. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I mean, like, one to keep an eye on, maybe. Um, tomorrow, what do you expect to happen? Uh, bowl them all out for... 190. 50, something like that. 50 more? Yeah. Or is there going to be run penalties, what are you saying? No, no, 50 more. We'll give them 50 yeah, more. Yeah. Um, uh, but then, yeah, them. Um, Burn Stanley, 100 each. Burn Close Stanley. of play, 249 out. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, that'd be good both chances um, innings I'm worried I think they might bat for at least two sessions and be it yeah. I mean I feel like I feel like I mean it's been a good series but it's been a good series sort of in spite of how bad England have been almost yeah well it's only been a good series because Ben Stokes did a did a naughty I mean that was great the the, the second test actually was quite good and had yeah. it been longer maybe England would have won but, but you could uh, argue that had it been longer the game wouldn't have gone anywhere near like it did yeah we probably wouldn't have hit Smith on the head and then won the third test had it been normal so let's discount that uh, but yeah I'm worried for England I just don't um, I can guarantee you that we're going to lose the test because <laughs> I've I've now got tickets to the 4th day at the Oval have you? Yeah. I've got fifth day at Ogle tickets. Yeah. So, um, um, I mean, that, that's going to be meaningless, isn't it? Because now I'm going. That's yeah, how these well, things work. I mean, that's, that's a day out of the cricket match. Yeah. Like well, that. You're, you're going to get to the presentation ceremony to the Aussies. 
Oh, that's true. Oh, <laughs> shit, I didn't think about that, did I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyone, anything else? Anything else Ashes related or should we close the book on this? I mean, it's hard, it is hard to do a preview review in the middle of the test. Like, well, I think we've managed it. Next, next time we'll remember not to be ill. Yeah. Um, how, how are you feeling, by the way, Max? I'm feeling a lot better today, actually. Thank you, Jack. Cool. Yeah, yeah, me on, too. On the mend. On top of the world. Yeah. Uh, should we uh, draw a line under that? Yeah, let's move on. Hi, this is Rachel Heber. We're live on the corner of Michigan and Wacker. Following Casper doing the Chiefs Nation. The new dance. The sweep of the nation. This is something new. The Chiefs Nation. Live part two. Featuring the platinum band. And this time, we're going to get funky. Right foot, two stumps. Left foot, two stumps. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Back in the crossing. Back in the crossing. Straight drive. Feel smooth. Let's go to work. To the left. Take it back now, y'all. One last thing before we move on to non-ashes related stuff. Um, they will see the lads who turned up to the cricket today dressed as a wall with leech on their back. No. Fancy dress. <laughs> you like that, Max? Yeah, very good. Uh, I thought that was another highlight. That a fitting was tribute. Good. Yeah, no, I thought it was very good. Um, have you ever gone to cricket or anything in fancy dress? Fancy dress parties. Yeah? Mainly. When was the last time you went to one? Uh, Halloween. What did you go as? Uh, I went, well, this was a bone of contention, really, because only one person actually got my costume. Um, well, like, tell us what it is. Well, <laughs> I, went, I, wore a, I wore a death costume, but I also yeah. wore some sunglasses and a Hawaiian layer on my neck. You oh, might yeah, remember you were, this. You were death warmed up. It, yeah. It wasn't as good as you thought it was. No. Uh, Rob, uh, have you ever dressed up for anything? No, I despise fancy dress. Really? Never, ever once fancy dressed? Uh, well, not willingly, no. Well, what, what have you done unwillingly? There were, someone organised uh, a fancy dress party at my flat. Yeah. Uh, and me and uh, my girlfriend hadn't prepared for it at all, so we just dressed up in each other's clothes. <laughs> Which actually went down quite well. Yeah, that, yeah. that's very good. Yeah. Um, I, last time I went to a fancy dress party, I went as a bin wizard, which is similar to you, Rob, uh, mm. totally unprepared for fancy dress. So salvaged items that were being thrown away to make uh, a cape out of a bin liner with yeah. beer cans taped onto it to make it sparkle. Uh, if you take a white carrier bag, cut it in half, Wrap it around your wrist. You've got a beard and roll up some newspaper. You've got a cone hat. Yeah. Little tip for anyone who's it's, 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 it's quite a departure now from last minute, haven't got anything to wear, to considered effort to be a bin wizard every time you dress up. Uh, well, I mean, it's equally last minute. I don't, I, actually, I don't own any costumes, no. Um, Rob, moving on from fancy dress. India played West Indies in the World Test Championship. Uh, what what happened? Did Rakeem Cornwall create waves? Uh, on the cricket field? <laughs> not, <laughs> not on the cricket field, no. Um, it was uh, a 2-0 series win for mm-hmm. India. So the second of those wins did make waves in that, uh, well, first of all, it made Virat Kohli the most successful winning test captain of all time. That's amazing. Um, 28 wins. That's, um, well, I'm actually quite stunned by that. Yeah, yeah, his his yeah. post-match interview very magnanimously said that's just a byproduct of all the players I've got around me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair play. Yeah, um, but still, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone past MS Tony. Uh, so yeah, so 28 wins for Virat. Um, in the course of getting that 28th win for Virat, Jasprit Bumrah became only the third Indian bowler to take a test match hat-trick. This Bumrah guy... 
Yeah, yeah. I think he's one to watch. One yeah. to watch. <laughs> yeah, no, he had some handy spells at the World Cup, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, so um, he only got his trick actually through thanks to Vera. So the third, after he'd taken his first two wickets, um, he trapped a guy in front. But Bumrah himself thought um, that the batsman had basically middled it onto his pads <laughs> and didn't basically bother appealing. Whereas Virat from third slip was crying, <laughs> it struck the pad first, it struck the pad first, um, and convinced Bumrah that it actually was. Imagine having a website like that. Well, fortunately yeah. for Virat Kali, uh, the referrals are up to him. Yeah. So. Um, incidentally, uh, it's weird how these things happen. Um, I think the first hat trick for India was Harbhajan Singh against Australia, mm. and I believe his third wicket was Gilchrist, who middled the ball onto his own pad. Mm. Greatest so, player of the last yeah. thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, yeah, weird, weird how those things go around. Uh, well done to, to Bumrah, though. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, he is he is a good bowler. Who were the three bats when he he cleaned up? <laughs> they don't have to know straight away uh, if they are indeed batsmen yeah there were a couple of other things I saw from the series um, Jason Holder up to the fourth in the ICC test ranking for bowlers award whatever it is he's the fourth best bowler in the world according to the yeah, ICC yeah he um, bowled he really took, well he took a lot of wickets mm. didn't he in the second test and, and in the first I think he got five in the first he seemed to be bowling like really long spells for like 1.5 runs on over. Yeah. Uh, he does bowl about two miles an hour, so. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite, like, strange how big and strong he appears to be, um, and how slow he moves <laughs> to impart the ball, but it is, it is incredibly effective. Too quick for me, obviously, uh, but good luck uh, to him. Uh, the other thing is, uh, Coley failed to register a century, and that means that Smith has overtaken Coley. Uh, in the batting side straight back's number one yeah uh, of the two who's the best test cricket here uh, well one of them's not a convicted cheat so I'm going to go with him you're going with Coley yeah yeah also one of them averages 63 in <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of them's played like 15 tests less and also 15 less tests fewer and has only scored 100 runs fewer it's probably Smith isn't it I mean I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's stats. You can throw stats around all day, can't well, you? Stats, stats, and down <laughs> Exactly. Thank you, uh, Benjamin. Um, I'm also looking at this, though. Um, I was looking at some Steve Smith uh, stuff, and if you look, Steve Smith average basically tails off massively from the if he whether he bats in the first, second, third, or fourth innings of the test. If he bats in the first innings of a test match, he averages 90. Mm. If he bats in the last innings, he averages about 25. Hasn't got a century, only got a handful of 50s. Really? Yeah. It's Can't really play spin. Not a very good fourth day. Is that what we're saying? Well, I, I wonder if, because of all his like weird, frankly, yeah. technique, on really true wickets, you can just trust your hand-eye coordination to hit that, but maybe if it's like keeping low or deviating... Isn't quite a good opportunity to adapt well, I mean, last he, minute. He, he does seem to play a lot of things like based on length, basically. Yeah. And if the length changes... I mean, you saw in the last... Test or the last test he played at, at Laws, one he was hitting the head, um, playing a ball that he probably should have ducked. Didn't pick the length up very well. Um, he said it was a bit up and down, and maybe it was. Uh, and then he was out eventually 
obviously there's questions around whether he might have had a concussion. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he was out leaving a ball that he thought was going over yeah. the stump. He does so that a lot though, doesn't he? Stumps. Concussed or not, he that is a, he gets, steps across and he leaves it if it's Yeah, he length. leaves it on length and that's um that's something you maybe you can do in the first innings but not later on. Uh in any case I'd take averaging forty uh, averaging ninety in the first innings of a test match. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take averaging twenty. <laughs> Um, anything else from the West, India v West Indies series? Uh, not in particular. Just to get back to that, so the the hat trick wickets for Bumrah were Bravo, Brooks, and Chase. So number three, four, and five for the West Indies. Well, decent. So yeah, yeah. batsman, yeah, proper yeah, batsman. Yeah, yeah. Brooks yeah. and um, Chase, the uh, the off spin ripper. Um, yeah, eight for whatever it was that he took against us. Yeah. Should we quickly round up the other international cricket happening at the moment? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, New Zealand. Are tuning up in their bilateral T20 series against Sri Lanka on a scale of one to ten. Where ten is? Ten is I love this. Yeah. One is I don't love this. Yeah. Uh, how how much are you loving or caring about even? Probably this yeah. Probably 0.5 because I didn't know they were even playing T20s. Yeah. I knew they were tests. <laughs> Uh, well, they've got three of them using the R2 Weirdly, they played a warm up for the T20s and not Test Series. What? Game's gone, isn't it, Max? Ah. Oh. Does that upset you? Head's gone. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I don't know what to say about this, uh, apart from the context of the 2020 World Cup. New Zealand, dark horses. <laughs> having having been finalists in the World Cup, well, yeah, I mean, but like, I don't think that they'd be on, on your list of favourites necessarily for the. Oh, team when a big tournament comes around, New Zealand are always there or thereabouts, aren't they? They um, just do it. They just do yeah. the business in the big in the big tournaments. I, I'd like to see them win a tournament after yeah. we beat them. In air quotes. No, <laughs> no, no asterisks to that victory. Yeah. None at all. Uh, Rob, did you follow that closely? No, no, yeah. Uh, and then tomorrow, um, Max, I believe you've got an extended preview of Bangladesh v Afghanistan. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so it's the battle of the two uh, spin kings, Shakib Al Hassan and Rashid Khan, who is the new Afghanistan captain. Yeah. Um, so that will be taking place. Uh, no doubt everyone will have set their alarms early for the morning as it kicks off at 5 a.m. Are, are they broadcasting this on? Time. Are they broadcasting this on YouTube again? Or I'm not sure actually. Oh, okay, well, let's um, But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's sure to be a threat. To be fair, I think it'll be probably a really good. Uh, I don't really know, I good think, battle. I think Bangladesh will not. It's a one-off, one-off test. Yeah, yeah. Um, not part of the uh, Test Championship, of course, because uh, Afghanistan uh, weren't in the top nine when the whole thing started. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it'd be an interesting little uh, measure to see how Afghanistan are faring. Oh, yeah, well, I, look, I'm I'm probably more interested in that than the third of the T20 bilateral series between India and... Yeah, I'd, I'd put it a solid four <laughs> on your scale. <laughs> um, I think that's, um, that's everything in international cricket um, at the moment. So the, the, the West Indies... Uh, India series, obviously. Oh, we'll to that, yeah. India won both games pretty comfortably. Yeah. Um, so on, on the back of... Uh, England's performances against the West Indies when we were talking about is, is this the resurgence of West Indian cricket mm-hmm. are they really getting back are India really really good are England a bit shit um, I think and I said this sort of earlier I think England are quite bad at test cricket I think they they've covered that with the brilliance of Anderson at home yeah for a and little Wokes. while and broad yep 
Um, when we were like, what's Broad got 450 t- uh, test yeah. wickets? Anderson's got 600. The, the, like, between them, the pair of them, they've been winning like half the home games solo. At least, probably the last, last four or five <laughs> years. Um, and that, and because, like, m- most of the coverage of international cricket people in this country see is home games, partly because people don't really give a shit about cricket, particularly in the football season, um, and partly because cricket abroad for England tends to happen. Like, like weird times of the day, night, yeah. yeah. Um, we've not really noticed we've not been very good away from home for a long time uh, so yeah uh, and then on the other hand India have been what top of the ICC test ranking for three years now that doesn't happen by accident no they're not I know they get a little bit of favouritism from the ICC but if you look at their team they've got two really good fast bowlers they've got yeah they've got, got the up and, two the really up and coming Jasprit Bummer as well I mean, like, Pant was scoring runs in this test, uh, in this series, uh, Ajinkya Rahali. Rahali, Rahali, They've got pretty much, they have pretty they've got pedigree everywhere, basically. Yeah. They've got uh, loads of really good players. Apart from possibly in England, where their bowlers, I mean, I thought, like, Bumrah would be better last year than he was mm-hmm. in this country. Um, and I thought they'd bat a little bit better. I mean, I'd Coley had, like, a season for the ages, but, Apart from that, apart from in this country, I, I think they're pretty much set to beat any other team. Mm-hmm. Um, is what I think. I think that's that. fair. Yeah. So moving on then, from international test cricket to the short form in the county game. Yeah, so 20 over county cricket. Would you like to start with the men or the women? Uh, let's start with the women. Let's start with the women. Okay. Um, so the final of the Kia Super League uh, was taking place over the weekend. Um, so Western Storm went into that having... Uh, they won nine out of their ten games, which is pretty uh, pretty strong. Yeah, um, they were nine out of nine from the first nine, and then, that's a good record. And then lost, lost their final game. That's a hundred percent record. That's the same as the number of votes Boris Johnson has lost as prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's uh, a good a good little segue into politics. Very nice. Um, but you know they they lost their final game, so um, you could be forgiven for thinking that maybe maybe they were heading into finals day on a bit of a downer. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, no. They uh, they won the final against Southern Vipers by six wickets. Um, it was looking a little dicey to start with. Uh, yeah. Danny Wyatt for uh, had they entered the proverbial pit of Vipers? Perhaps they had, um, but it was nothing more. <laughs> it was nothing more than the eye of the storm. So uh, a little bit like an Indiana Jones when he falls into the snake pit but gets out again. Yeah. yeah. Interesting note there. Sorry to derail you. <laughs> Please carry but, on. Uh, when he's in the Viper Pit or the Snake Pit, uh, in what, what's the first Indiana Jones? 
I've no idea. Temple of Doom? No, that's a second one. one. Uh, the, the Lost Ark? No. The Raiders Ark? Yeah, Raiders of Lost Ark is the third one, isn't it? No, that's the Lost Crusade. That's the Lost Crusade. Alright, Raiders, yeah. Raiders of Lost Ark. Um, yeah. if you, if you watch one of the old versions of that, you can see the reflection of Harrison Ford's face between him and the Cobra that's looking at him in the face. Oh really? So they digitally removed it in the later ones, but ah. yeah, they put a glass screen in between. Uh, anyway, carry on. So they were in the Pit of Vipers, uh, but they've got out. Yeah, so, uh, Heather Knight stared down the Cobra with the reflection off the glass. <laughs> and, um, uh, her 78 not out led them to a, a an excellent victory. Southern Vipers um, posted uh, 172, I think. Yeah. Danny Wyatt hit 73 or 42, and uh, Western Storm lost their opener, Schmitty Mandana, for a golden duck. Not so it wasn't start. looking good, yeah. but um, then Heather Knight blasted, blasted 78, and um, and they won comfortably in the end. Uh, yeah. So well done to Western Storm. They are the first team to win the Super League twice. I would say, overall this year, based on what I've seen, and the highlights, and so I haven't actually watched the game, but um seemed like a good tournament, seemed like people were going to it. Yeah, uh, I think it's done well off the back of the World Cup success. Yeah, seems like the profile of it is is on the up. Yeah. Um Looking forward to it next year. Uh Yeah, about that. No more Super League. So cancel the Super League. Cancel the Super League for the Hundo. Oh right, so they've they've got a much better idea then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, obviously, because the women playing it, they're too stupid to really understand what they're doing. Absolutely. So because well, them, yeah. I mean, we know, don't we, that that's part of the reason the Hundo was brought in for, yeah. for the women and the children. Yeah. So I mean, having women playing normal cricket. Yeah. That that would just be insane, wouldn't it? Well, that's good. It'll probably go from strength to strength. I've no doubt that. Um, it's the Absolutely, I think the um, the the Western music or whatever they end up being called will be uh, will be just as strong. Western jazz. Mm, that's quite a good name. Country and Western. That's what kind of work. Western country. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, anything else, Max, on that? Uh, no, that, that's all. That's all from me on the on the Super League. So we move to the T Twenty Blast. Yes. Um, um, also to be usurped by the Hundred next year, but still happening. Hundred Aero. Um, yeah, so the final round of fixtures took place uh, a few days ago. Was Surrey involved? Surrey were involved. Was it a home game? It was a home game. Were you there? I was there. Why were you there? I was there because <laughs> I have membership uh, for the 2020 games at Surrey. Um, it was a disappointing way to enter the season as uh, as we lost by 19 runs to Essex. Oh, is that yeah. the same Essex Eagles who are playing as we speak? Uh, that would be them. Yeah. yeah. Would you Would you be playing had you won that game? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, we would have needed a lot of other results to go away, so it wouldn't have mattered in the end. But uh, we did go out on a bit of a bit of a low note. Um. So well, it, we'll stay with the South Group then. Sussex Sussex won it. Yeah. Uh, one point ahead of Gloucestershire in second. Ooh, the Gladiators. Uh, Middlesex third. Um. They uh, they pulled it out of the hat at the end, really. Uh, yeah, was that I, I posted a thing to Twitter about this at Tricky Pod. Just a reminder. Uh, Morgan went absolutely. I mean, they were chasing like two hundred and thirty odd or something. Uh, yeah, two hundred and twenty-seven. It was Middlesex's record twenty twenty. Yeah, and then, um, and then eighty-three not out. But the guy opened the batting for them scored like eighty off thirty balls as well. Uh, they they went from needing like 230 off the 120 balls, whereas like, you've got no chance of needing of yeah. getting this, to 
to needing like 150 off 90, which was like actually very quite manageable. Yeah, and then Morgan obviously finished it off. They won with like two overs to spare. Yeah, it, it was, was it was a stunning, stunning chase. Scored like three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Somerset, who they who they beat in that game, uh, missed out. Uh, Hampshire also missed out. Um, they, you could argue, they somewhat blew it mm. um, because they lost to Glamorgan, who were very, very. Oh bottom. my god, that's uh, bad. Uh, yeah. did James Vince uh, scored any runs. James Vince scored uh, forty odd. Um, uh, well, you know, if a few only... players contributed, but yeah, in the end, they were chasing two hundred and sixteen. Um, off their 20 Christ. which was just a bit too much that to ask that really went wrong <laughs> uh, Chris Chris Wood 4 overs 2 wickets for 67 oof that's it's not ideal is it that's stick cricket figures uh, what's the worst bo- figures I'm um, just, just having to, what's the worst bowling you've ever seen live what's it oh um it's probably going to be down at down at Surrey um, I mean, it can be in club cricket as well. I mean, uh, oh, well, yeah, oh, in yeah, club yeah. cricket. Oh, uh, so I've got two. I've got, I've got one. I've got, I've got a couple. There's a couple in club cricket. I'm not going to name the people, but I, uh, as a captain of a team with people who've never played cricket before, have brought on bowlers who have gone for like four or five boundaries in an over. Yeah. Uh, in, I, in an um, actual game, though, uh, I saw Chris Silverwood bowl the last over against Sussex in a T20. Rob, you were there. Uh, and the Sussex needed 24 to win. They won with like two fourths to spare. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Maxwell? Uh, well, I, I was watching the, I wasn't there, but I remember watching the test when Alistair Cook came on to bowl. Yeah, he got wicked, mate. He did get wicked. <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, Aaron Finch has bowled a couple of overs in the, in the blast this year. He That's got, quite a good he laugh. He got wicked against England in the actual World Cup. It wasn't against England, was it? I don't think. I but think it was, it was from a full toss. Oh, yeah, you know it was, yeah. Uh, Bangladesh, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, well, they're bad. Uh, carry on though. Um, uh, yeah, so, um, Essex took the final spot. So, in the North League, uh, the places were pretty much cemented before the final round. Um, so not much to report there, but, uh, Lancashire won that, that group quite comfortably with not second, Derbyshire third and Worcestershire fourth. So, so, what does this mean for the knockouts? Um, so, well, so as we speak, Lancashire are playing Essex. Do you want a live score update? Uh, let's have a live score update. That'd Hold be on, great. let me just type this up. Well, you do that. Um, and then, so we've got Knotts will be playing Middlesex. That's tomorrow. Sussex playing Worcestershire. That's uh, the day after tomorrow. And then Gloucestershire, Derbyshire rounding off the quarterfinals. All vying for place at finals day on the 21st of September at Edgbaston. And I'll be there. Brilliant. I don't know who I'm going to support yet, but Brilliant. I'll be there. Um, if you're interested, uh, and like, can't be bothered to Google this or don't care, uh, Lancashire have faced 19.4 overs. They are on 155. Ooh, uh, great. Alex Davies looks like he's set to carry his bat for only 80. How many balls? 55. Not too bad. Mm, I would want to see more runs, to be honest. Uh, anyway, that, yeah. That's Maybe it's a sticky wicket. Possibly. That's, um, where are they playing? Well, I was going to say, where are they playing? Because yeah. there's a test match going on at the moment. They are playing at, uh, Chester Street, so in Durham. Okay. There we are. Uh, so that's, that's the blast. Um, long may it continue. We'll report the on the blast. We'll report on who makes final sight next time. You're, you're off to that, Max. I am, yeah. Have you been to one before? I've not. No, I'm very excited. Uh, are you excited? Yeah, well, you've primped my next question yeah. there. <laughs> what are you most excited about? <laughs> uh, all the cricket and the beer. 
Um, so that's that's domestic cricket in England. Oh, well, no, there's one last thing in domestic cricket in England. Um, Paul Sterling has been banned, essentially, for, uh, for playing for uh, from playing for Middlesex by the ECB. Why? Because he represents Ireland in cricket. Right. Um, What's wrong with that? He would theoretically be an overseas player. Be an overseas player. Yeah. Um, that's mental. Yeah. Tim uh, probably what, may go as well. Yeah. yeah. He's not. Gary Wilson. Way. Yeah. Um, there is a rumour going around, I think it's probably a rumour based on facts. Um, they're going to do some sort of coal pack thing. No, 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 well, not, not a coal pack thing, but, uh, for, for a lot of these Irish players, they're born in Northern Ireland or in England. Um, and to prevent them from playing cricket when England players are allowed to play international cricket and Scottish players are allowed to play international cricket and play domestic cricket mm-hmm. would, Violate essentially the Equalities Act. Ah. Um, there's also some European EU stuff. I uh, wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. For however long we're in that, uh, whereby you you can't restrict the movement of people, goods, capital, and services. Um, um, boy, and, does Paul Sterling provide a service? And and it could interfere with that as well. He is he's decided he doesn't really care, and Ireland are probably going to pay him a fair wage, so he's going to go and play cricket for Ireland. Um, uh huh. But it would be interesting because, frankly, there are a lot of Irish cricketers who will go through the Irish cricket system that probably aren't good enough to play the level of international cricket that Ireland ultimately want to play. Yeah. Um, and might, but might be good enough to play, say, second division county cricket. And where that leaves them. Well, perhaps, um, on perhaps what happens is, and, and. But they're fine though, isn't it? Well, so are they? For Ireland. Yeah, well, because they'll, the only reason he's, Class as an overseas cricketer because he's playing test cricket for Ireland. What happens if you play one test match? Uh, I'm going to oh, Ireland have what two or three test matches a year from from now for the next. Four, have they got some sort of centralised contract system? Is it based on that? Well, they get some money, but I don't. I don't think they get an awful lot. That's not. No, that's not what it's based on, though. Um, you, you'd be an overseas player if you played once for Ireland. Right. Um, I think this probably all comes down to the fact that uh, they nearly beat us and we're a bit scared. Now <laughs> stop their um, best players actually playing any good cricket at the county level. Well, no, that it should keep us safe. I mean, the, no, that it, is it, the other it, thing. No, it's, it, it's, it's exactly equivalent to like the UEFA rules about um, what federation you're qualified with. So, like um, in the case of Spurs. Um, so what, ben, what better case to use? Ben, ben Davies is, qualified, is, is technically a Welsh qualified yeah. player. So he counts as a non-homegrown player for Spurs, even though he's a UK citizen, because he was trained up by the Welsh FA. Yeah, but that does not prevent him having a contract at Spurs. No. And neither does Paul Sterling playing Test cricket for Ireland prevent him from having no, a contract. No, well, yeah, but I think... But what that means is he's technically an overseas player, so Middlesex don't want to use one of their overseas contracts on giving him a contract. Like if we were suffering from uh, too many overseas players, we might not want to give a contract to Ben Davies. But that's not stopping him from getting a contract playing cricket. Middlesex could give him a contract, but they just don't want to because that would take up one of their overseas spots. Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from there, and that is a well articulated point. Coming from fact, you mean? Uh, no, 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 it is. But but it, the the reality is that were either of those rules challenged, and, and they're not in football because. Your squad's 25 and you can have essentially an unlimited number of non-homegrown players. They could be challenged, but they would be upheld. But they wouldn't be upheld. They would. They wouldn't. I've I've consulted my lawyer on this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's not a cricket specialist though, is she? 
Uh, no, she isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so are are not. Have there not been similar discussions had around football and limiting the number of overseas players you could have in your squad, uh, your match squad or your starting eleven, and ultimately that would not be something that you could no, I think legally it, I, uphold. And I think it's specifically because it's not to do with nationality of the people; it's to do with their international registrations. So, for instance, Ben Davis is still a UK citizen, yeah, but he is treated the same as a other European citizen who has played for another UK uh, for another football federation that might be true uh, in football but in cricket that isn't applying to Scottish players uh, because Scotland don't have test status but I mean I, I, it seems like basically arbitrary at that level like I don't know well, whether you but, could legally but, yeah, but the football rules are anyway only, only Paul Sterling Paul Sterling is not going to take this to court although apparently he does have a legal case oh, uh, nice that's, to say. that's debated well it's debated by by well, you. <laughs> we'll see. If anyone does actually know why, that might be one way or the other. I'd be quite interested to know from uh, from an expert point of view. I don't know if we've got any. Well, any any listeners who are particularly keen on discriminatory contract law, please get in touch at the cricket pod. Yeah, no, we on to, Twitter or you probably or Instagram. Need, you probably need the cricket pod at Gmail to explain this fully. Or do you want to go on in general? Um, Outside of that, do you want to know some, some international news? Love to. Yeah, so we'll start with some, some easy stuff. Uh, the IPL. Do you remember the IPL all the way back in? Do I? What yeah. a tournament. Um, Are they, don't tell me they're going to replace it with, uh, the Hundo. <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, Ravi Ashwin is on the move. Ravi Ashwin, who was the captain. In his, uh, in his second hand car that he's trying to sell. Apparently. That's, that's I mean, this Ross. is Ross's joke, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really understand it. No, I, yeah. It's, Baseless. Yeah. Um, borderline. And probably liable. Yeah. Um, Ravi Ashwin is on the move from Kings Kingshaven Punjab to Delhi Capitals. They have Not bought so out. Capitals. They've bought out his contract. Mm. Um, so he will be on the way there. Uh, the Caribbean Premier League starts tomorrow evening. That's it. Are you excited for that? Probably about two out of ten. Pumped. Uh, Alex Hales will be playing. Disgraced Alex Don't Hales. make any, I was gonna, I'm, don't I'm make not doing any, it. Don't make I'm any gambling jokes. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Um, there's been, a jingle for that Sky have retired some of their commentators yeah so David Gower is being retired as he put it yeah. Bob Willis that's a shame I think Bumble's out as well isn't he no yeah. no Bumble's been retired Ian Beagle I mean, both of them is on the way I, I'm not going to be too sad um, to not be listening to Bob Willis drone on in a really monotonous voice talking about cricket um, in the future but I am sad about David Gower because he seems like a really nice man Yes. Uh, there are rumours that he might end up on the BBC. Yeah. We never know. He hasn't been offered a contract, but he did do a, uh, a guest spot on the, uh, presenting the sport on radio for the other day, apparently. Very good. Uh, and finally, final piece of news I've got. Uh, Pakistan have chosen a coach. Would anyone like to speculate as to who that could be? Could it be the one man who applied for the job? Uh, well, there wasn't one man who applied for the job. There were three men. Oh, there were, were there? Uh, there was one man who wrote the rules that who could apply for the job. Didn't fulfil the rules. Yeah, and then applied and for then the applied, job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he got the job. Yeah. That was Ms. Burr. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Do you like Ms. Burr? Do you like it? Do you, yeah. I mean, he knows what the job needs. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, Why not? Give it a go. A reminder for people who haven't listened to all of the previous cricket pods on this, and this has been like a six or seven week saga now. Um, this is a sequence of events. Um, 
Mizbah was instrumental in the decision not to rehire Mickey Arthur. Uh, when, when the actual president of Pakistan got involved and <laughs> made sure he was fired. So thanks, Imran. Uh, he then helped draw up the profile, which included, uh, needing to have experience in international cricket, etc., which he didn't have. Um, after he'd drawn that up, he resigned from his job on the board, uh, and applied for it. In fact, I don't even know if he did resign from his job on the board. I think he just applied yeah, for he it. Yeah, rep- he did resign, yeah. yeah. Oh, he did. Um, yeah. Uh, there were two other candidates, Mossing Khan and Dean Jones. Uh, they all had an interview. Guess who got the job? Well, we know Mizbah got yeah. the job. Um, in his contract, he is allowed to coach a Pakistani Super League. Yes, yeah, so he's going to be coach of, um, is it Islamabad United? Uh, yeah, and yeah. do you know who used to be the coach of that? So, Imran Khan. No, it was Dean Jones. So to add insult to injury, what? To, 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 to <laughs> he's Dean Jones. taking his job. Dean Jones was fired. Is that the Bad United coach? Uh, is likely to be replaced by Mizbah. It hasn't, it hasn't been officially confirmed yet. Who will also be the Pakistan coach? And there's absolutely no chance there's a conflict of interest there at all, is there? No. Um, finally, well, the PCB said so, so that's good enough for me. Yeah. Um, finally, Mizbah will also be the chief of selectors. Yes. Uh, will probably be the batting coach. Yep. <laughs> He's also going to be the chef, the water carrier, <laughs> the kit man. Uh, the, the Pakistani cricket board have acknowledged that there might be some conflicts of interest here because Mickey Arthur, the previous coach, also coached in the Pakistani Super League. Yeah. And people weren't happy about that. So they, they were investigating whether this would be okay. Like, stop that investigation. <laughs> They're now happy. Absolutely fine. Uh, there will be no rule change. Uh, Why break a winning formula, right? <laughs> so the coaching team will essentially be Mizbah and Wakar Yunus. No batting coach, as I said. Wako Yunus will do the bowling. Don't need one of those. It's his fifth coaching position with Pakistan. He's done the fielding, the wicket keeping, the batting. He's, and he's the... been bowling, fielding, tw- uh, coach twice. Right. Uh, and now he's in as bowling coach again. Um, That's where I'd put him, if, I, if I'm honest. <laughs> That's where we are. They, they, I think they kick off their World Test Championship against Australia soon ish when Australia go home. Interesting development. Mm. Uh, would, would you say there may have been some corruption there, fellas? I couldn't possibly comment. Rob, would you like to make a comment? I wouldn't wish to comment. Okay, there we are. That is all the cricket news. And that's the Cricket Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Jack, goodbye. I'm Max, goodbye. And I'm Robin, goodbye. <laughs> I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good.